Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on CityCast Madison. It's Thursday, which means it's food o'clock. We've already learned a ton about local food traditions in the series so far, like the birth of ovens of Britney's sticky buns, Paola's buttery soft serve ice cream, and the magic behind the Dane County Farmer's Market classic, Stella's hot and spicy cheese bread. The farmer's market on the square starts up again in less than two weeks. We talked with Brian Winsenreed, former co-owner of Stella's Bakery, about his famous bread and how it's finding new fans abroad. It's Thursday, April 6th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Brian, welcome to CityCast Madison. Why, thank you for having me. It is great to be here. Just ran into you and heard some really exciting news. You are a certified artisanal baker and you co-owned Stella's Bakery for 12 years. Correct. And you're taking your skills on the move. What are you getting up to? In 2006, I uh, bought Stella's Bakery from my uh, ex-wife's parents and my ex-wife and I ran it for 12 years. We basically kept cheese bread flowing to the farmer's market, hot out of the oven every Saturday. Like, what is in the bread? bread <laughs> like, the what makes it so bread. good that people, right. like, zombies so, just <laughs> would come to the square, still come to the square for it? Whenever you have carbohydrates and fat in a hot environment, that is when you have magic. So if you mix, again, that's why pizza is a multi-multi-billion dollar business. And cheese bread is just pizza, like in a ball, essentially. And we're in Wisconsin where we put cheese on our toothpaste. It's kind of got this sweet component to it, uh, has a spicy component to it, has an herb component to it. Again, it's hot out of the oven. It uses cheese that's not super dominant. And then you throw all that together in like this, you know, beautiful loaf and bring it hot to the hot to your farmer's market or, or customers. It's, it's, it's a win-win. I call it the Ben and Jerry's of, of, of bread, essentially. It's just it's just indulgent, and, and obviously you don't have it every day, but it's just good for the soul, really. For those who haven't, you know, are not in the know, they don't know Stella's, they haven't had the cheese bread, which, you know, if you do know, you know. But for those who don't, what is Stella's? Stella's Bakery actually started from two people um, up in Berlin, Wisconsin, way up north. They originally were truck farmers, and they started coming to the farmer's market in 1987. Um, in ni- truck farmers? Truck farmers. Sorry for being Yeah, a truck <laughs> farmer is essentially a farmer who loads up their truck with their vegetables and brings it to a farmer's market. Got it. Um, so hence the name truck farmers. So Sure. They, um, you know, <laughs> I, I had a guess. They're kind of like more of a smaller scale farm. They do all the harvesting themselves. You know, they do all the work. But in 1988, after a year of growing vegetables, in 1988, there was a severe drought that decimated the crops in Wisconsin. 
And in order to supplement, they were like, they basically said, hey, we need to figure out a way of making more money. So Coralia is her name, my ex-mother-in-law. She had this bright idea of bringing a bakery to the farmer's market. Actually, it was empanadas, it was Panamanian empanadas that she started bringing to the farmer's market. And one night she was making empanadas and something happened with the dough of the empanadas. And rather than throwing away all of the what she made, she took the filling from the empanadas and put it in some white bread and baked it off. And there were about six loaves that she made and brought those to the farmer's market. And they all sold. The following week, those same customers came back and they were like, what on earth was that that you just you baked? And she was like, what are you talking about? She's like, there was some kind of cheesy bread thing you brought last week. It was amazing. So then she she realized like, okay, there's something here. So she started tweaking the recipe a little bit more, kind of egg washed it and put some cr- crushed red peppers on it to make it look, you know, look a little bit more appetizing. But it still looked bad. I mean, there's cheese leaking <laughs> out all over the place. And she thought, no one's going to buy this hot mess. Oh my God. And she brought more to the farmer's market and people started catching on and over the course of the years it just grew and grew and grew to the point where when I went sold my business we were so we were selling close to 4,000 loaves of cheese bread in a matter of six hours at the Dane County Farmers Market. It that tracks like I honestly like you and you guys were situated right at the like the top yeah. the base of State Street and I remember you because I remember here like you would call out like as if you needed to because right. I mean the line was like so obvious yeah yeah it was uh we originally we were located in a different location but uh, farmers started other vendors started to complain because we were causing congestion. What does the Dane County, you know, farmer's market mean to you after, you know, 12 years, co-owner of Stella's, you know, doing that work? So I've been going to the farmer's market since I was a junior in high school. And for me, it's it's all about community. You know, I one of the reasons why I loved working at Stella's and why I loved providing cheese bread to the Madison community is just just to see the effect that it had on people. You know, families would come to the farmer's market, they'd buy a cheese bread and the moment we'd give it to them, they'd just rip into it. And they would sit down on the lawn, uh, you know, on a blanket and just enjoy a a cheese bread hot out of the oven. And I just loved being a part of that and providing that for people, sort of community aspect um, just really gave me all the warm and fuzzies. And the cheese bread is still flowing. Stella is this happening, is still here going strong. And you've got like an exciting new endeavor. You moved to Panama. Yes. During the pandemic, Correct. and some, something new is brewing. Yes. So tell us, tell us about yeah, that. Yeah. So basically, what happened was I ran Stella's Bakery, and then my ex-wife and I we ch- we decided to make a change in our life, and the idea was that we were going to move to Panama. We found a small little community in the middle of the jungle called Gamboa, which is about about forty-five minutes outside Panama City, literally in the middle of a jungle. And the idea was that I was going to spend my winters down in Panama and then come back to Madison and continue running Stella's through the farmer's market season. A well, snowbird. Correct. I was going to be a, a bona fide snowbird. So I uh, moved down to Panama in February of 2019 and got down there. And then, as we all know, COVID hit um, pretty strong and Panama they shut their borders down and I was literally locked in the country. Oh my gosh, and it sounds like very scary. It was, uh, I mean, again, yeah, it was a very kind of scary moment. We weren't exactly sure what was going to happen or transpire. And I figured, well, being in a jungle is not a bad place to sort of ride out the storm. 
Again, we were pretty removed from uh, a lot of people. The village was about 600 people in Gamboa. And uh, yeah, I, as a means of escaping the insanity of CNN and all of these sort of broadcasts that was sort of traumatizing probably all of us, mm-hmm. um, I figured, well, let me, I'm going to start baking bread for my neighbors. And um, I started baking, I was renting an Airbnb and um, I started baking bread out of just a basic home oven. I uh, started making some sourdough breads for my neighbors, and that turned into baguettes, which turned into ciabatta. Oh. And all of the neighbors good were good neighbor like, to have. Yeah. So then all my all majority of the neighbors started like knocking on my door, saying, "Hey, I heard you're making this bread. How can I get my hands on some?" So it got to the point where I was making literally twenty loaves, twenty to thirty loaves every other day. Yeah, which meant out of a kitchen, so I could only do two breads every like 45 minutes. So I was literally waking up at one in the morning and baking bread and then packaging it and delivering it to my neighbors. And I wouldn't be done until like 6 p.m. at night. So it got to the point where it just wasn't sustainable. And that was when like COVID started to subside a bit and countries were starting to like loosen up their restrictions. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to make a go at this and I'm going to open a little micro bakery here in, in, in Gamboa in Panama. So at that point in time, I sold my shares to uh, my ex-sister-in-law and I shipped an oven that I found in Milwaukee. I shipped it down to Panama. I found a mixing bowl on eBay and I little, literally turned a, a one car garage into a very small micro bakery and it just started to grow. I saw pictures of the little of it, or the little area where you're baking and that's wild. I'm sure that was very, very Yeah, it was it was I, I would say it was a really magical thing that happened because um my neighbors started walking by, a couple of neighbors um in the morning would walk by and they would see see me you know, baking breads and one of my neighbors uh, actually was like, Hey, can I please come in and bake with you? I wanna learn how to bake and today he's now my business partner. You know, he, he came in I taught him everything I knew, um, and he just he really took a liking to it and did an amazing job. Um, then we started a pizza night in in Gamboa, and that turned into people from Panama City wanting the pizzas on Saturdays and Sundays because they, Friday night leaving Panama City on, on a Friday night is really difficult for a lot of people because of the traffic. So we started getting a lot of calls from people in Panama City saying, "Hey, I heard about your pizzas and bread. I really want to come out with my family." can we come on Saturday? So we changed our hours to being open Saturday and Sunday. And for some reason, that was like the golden ticket. Like at that point in time, we had Things hundreds. Set off. Yeah, we had hundreds and hundreds of people coming on the weekends to get cheese bread. Because at that yeah. point in time, we were like, well, we got to do cheese bread. You know, yes. this is, we got to introduce people to hot and spicy cheese bread. Yes. Okay. I just have to jump in here and say that this is not shocking to me at all, even though this is an insane story in certain ways. Like I remember that cheesy bread. Like I am still addicted. I haven't had it in seven years. It sounds like the history of the cheesy bread was Panamanian empanadas. So now you're like full circle yeah. bringing it back and you made this small little micro bakery in the jungle that basically the demand got so big that you have to, you are moving yeah. and you're making it bigger. You know, we were baking, you know, 80 loaves of cheese bread on, on, a, on a Saturday morning and they would all sell out. And my neighbors got to the point where they're like, hey, yo, Brian, what's going on here? I was like, 
way too many people coming to this little neighborhood in Gamboa. Like there's no parking. You have crowds of people. You're kind of loud. So we had a neighborhood meeting where they sat me down and like, all right, Brian, what's the plan here? So yeah, we- It's very Madison too. (laughs) Yeah. So we realized like, wow, this thing is taking off. And um, basically what happened was my landlord basically came and said, Brian, you just can't do this anymore. We got to push out of the nest. My business partner, Carlos, and I started scouring Panama, looking for you know a, a new location. And lo, lo and behold, we found this place right next to a brewery, right outside Panama City, on the canal. And we're in the process right now of building it out. And I'll be going back down there in March, and we're going to fire up the ovens and, and take Stella's cheese bread, uh, Gamboa, to, to the next level. And what all are you offering? So we did our, that, that pizza night morphed into its own thing. So people now know us for having like handmade wood-fired pizzas. So Neapolitan style pizzas is what, what we've been doing. Uh, I just bought a, a very large oven out of New York City. I'm having that shipped down right now as we speak. And we're going to basically create a pizzeria slash bakery. So we're going to have Neapolitan style pizzas. Obviously, we're going to have hot and spicy cheese bread, which is going to be our cornerstone. I'm doing a stage right now over at Madison Sourdough to learn um, laminations so we can create like outstanding pastries. And we're going to do artisan breads. So we're going to be a one-stop shop for all of your bread needs oh my gosh i i i got goosebumps if that tells you how much i love food yeah yeah. (laughs) i love madison's food madison sourdough's pastries are top so that's uh, that's just kismet right there i've been reaching out to a lot of people in the restaurant industry here in madison and i'm trying to form the the dream team of all the great things of madison and i want to bring them to panama so it's been absolutely amazing I've, i've i i need to raise a, a big chunk of change and I've been back since October literally reaching out to everyone in the restaurant industry that I know and they have said yes we want to be part of it mm. they, they've cut they've donated or not just donate but they've lent lent me a lot of money and I'm almost at my goal and what we want to do is I want to form partnerships with them where they can come down and do pop-ups in our new bakery down there and a so global exchange yeah Madison so it's like kind of a a, a a pop-up slash vacation for people in the restaurant industry here so that's that's the long-term vision that, that i want to see i don't know who would want to turn that down that <laughs> sounds really really lovely you started to talk about the big picture vision am i right in thinking that you're hoping to have more than one uh spot yeah so we're we're hoping to get have three locations in panama Obviously, we're going to just focus on number one right now and and get that sort of up and running. And um, what I'd like to do is eventually have a a baking school down there in Panama, um, in Latin America. Yeah, there aren't any places to go and learn um, baking. There's a couple culinary schools, but to focus on baking, there isn't anything available. So there's actually a space open right next to the bakery that I would would love to see eventually uh, be turned into sort of an education kitchen where I can do some workshops and again, do these vacations where people would come down and spend some time teaching the 101s of baking and then they can go do like a coffee farm tour, go sailing or whatnot. Panama is actually one of the world's top places to go bird watching and Gamboa is one of the top places in Panama to go bird watching. So that's sort of the the long-term plan here. That's a vision. I love it. How has Madison informed, you know, what you're doing down there? Been born, you know, I'm born and raised here in Madison. 
I know the food scene. I know, you know, like the cheese curds and the fish fries and the great beer that we have here in Madison and uh, obviously the cheese bread. So I, what my, my plan is, is to take elements of Madison and bring them down to Panama um, with the help of, of people here in the Madison industry, in the restaurant industry that I think are all stars. I just had um, the chef from uh, Heritage, or the head chef at a Heritage Tavern come down, Dan, Dan Fox. Fox. He just Thanks. came down. Um, he came down to Panama a couple weeks ago to look at the space, and um, so we're going to bring him into the scene. As sort of, he'll be the head over, be the head of the culinary division. Uh, I'm going to have uh, Andrew over at Madison Sourdough sort of be um, head of my pastries just for consulting. Ian from Ian's Pizza. He's he's sort what? of a part this of yeah, part of the growth of the business. Peter from Cooper's Tavern oh jumped gosh. in. Uh, who else is a part of this? Bianca Martin. Bianca. Yeah. So we just have all these great people Professional here. taster. Yeah. We just have all these great, great individuals here in the Madison community that I've reached out to that are, oh, Chad from uh, Robin Room. Chad gonna, Vogel. Yeah. Yep. He's going to be a part of the, the, you know, the bar setup and getting our bar program up to point. And then we have individuals in Panama that that own great restaurants that that, that uh, would like to chip in and be a part of it too. So for me, it's all about synergy. I just want to, you know, bring people together and, and create something that is really beautiful. Did you feel like I'm just thinking, you know, we're both black folks, mm -hmm. both mixed race, look like we could be <laughs> <I'm> family. <black? laughs> Am I? Oh, cool. but I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. It makes me so, you know, heartened to hear this, that you're getting all this support. And yeah. like, you know, I, yeah. how do you feel as a black business owner, like in the a mostly white space? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, like, you know, I can only speak from my experience and I have, you know, I have to say like being a person of color here in Madison, running Stella's Bakery and also doing this project here. I just feel like Madison, is, it is a bubble. We always say Madison's a bubble. Um, and th there's just been nothing but love for, you know, what I've built. Um, and just in general, everything you're saying is just tracking so much. And I'm so heartened every time to hear that the restaurant industry is coming together and yeah. looking out for local small businesses. Yeah. Well, I'm wishing you all the best of luck. Thank Brian, you. it's been so great to hear about the new ventures. Thank you for having me. It's been uh, great sharing this time with you. Brian Winsenreed is owner and head baker at Gamboa Baking Company. He was formerly a co-owner of Stella's Bakery in Madison. You can find a link to his bakery in our show notes. They're planning to open in Panama later this spring. And here's what else Madison's talking about. Bugs. I hope you're not afraid of them and maybe even love them like I do, because there's a cool new photo exhibit at the Verona Public Library that you just have to see. It's called Microsculpture, and it features the photographs of Levon Biss. They're intense close-up portraits of insects from the Oxford University's Museum of Natural History. The photos are actually composites of around 10,000 separate shots, and they're beautiful. The exhibit runs through the end of this month, and there will also be other insect programming at the Verona Library too. Plus, if you want to support some queer and trans makers, this Saturday, April 8th, from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., you can check out the Queer Makers Market at Blue Bar Quilts on University Ave in Middleton. We'll throw a link to both of those in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell 
someone who's a cheesy gourmand about us. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. See you later. Cheesy bread. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Panama. <laughs>